section twenty two of introducing irony by maxwell bodenheim this LibriVox recording is in the public domain reading by matt perard section twenty two insanity gerard latour was a lean grandiose frenchman whose curly beard resembled a cluster of ripe raspberries his lips were maroon-colored and slightly distended as though forever slyly inviting some stubbornly inarticulate thought as though slyly inviting geroid latour a man's lips and beard are two-thirds of his being unless he is an anchorite and even in that case they can become impressively stunted geroid latour was an angel rolling in red mud from much rolling he had acquired the pert raspberry beard struggling lips and the surreptitious grandeur of a nose but the plastic grin of a singed angel sometimes listened to his face his wife having futilely tried to wrench his beard off sought to reach his eyes with a hat-pin this is unnecessary he expostulated another woman once did it much better with a word a plum-colored parrot in the room shrieked i am dumb i am dumb geroid latour had painted it once in a sober moment geroid and his wife wept over the parrot slapped each other regretfully and sat down to eat a pear a little girl ran into the room her face was like a candied moon my mother has died and my father wants a coffin she said geroid latour rubbed his hands into a perpendicular luster he was a facetiously candid undertaker he took the hand of the little girl whose face was like a candied moon and they ambled down the street i have lost my friendship with gutters mused geroid looking down as he walked they quarrel with bits of orange peel and pens patiently they wait for the red rain that men give them every two hundred years brown and red always sweep toward each other men are often unknowingly killed by these two huge colors treading the insects upon a path and walking to an ultimate trysting place the little girl whose face was like a molasses crescent cut off one of her yellow curls and hung it from her closed mouth why are you acting in this way asked geroid it's something i've never done before she answered placidly geroid stroked his raspberry beard with menacing longing but could not quite induce himself to pull it off it would have been like cutting the throat of his mistress they passed an insincerely littered courtyard tame beneath its gray tatters and saw a black cat chasing a yellow cat a cat never eats a cat goldfish and dead lions are more to his taste said geroid indulgently he flees from other cats or pursues them in turn i see that you dislike melodrama observed a bulbous woman in a penitent lavender who was beating a carpet in the courtyard you are mistaken melodrama is a weirdly drunken plausibility and cannot sincerely be disliked said geroid but i must not leave without complimenting your lavender wrapper few people have mastered the art of being profoundly ridiculous i can see that you're trying to be ridiculously profound said the woman as she threw a bucket of stale water at geroid he fled down the street 
dragging the child with him they left the cumbersome sterility of the city behind them and passed into the suburbs here we have a tragedy in shades of naked inertness said geroy to the little girl i don't quite understand you answered the little girl i see nothing but scowls and brownness a tree stood out like the black veins on an unseen fist a square house raised its toothless snarl and all the other houses were jealous imitators wooden fences crossed each other with dejected mathematical precision a rat underneath a veranda scuffled with an empty candy box the green of dried grasses spread out like poisonous impotence here is the house where my mother lies dead said the little girl her father peace germinating into greasy overalls came down the steps his blue eyes were parodies on the sky discs of sinisterly humorous blue his face reminded one of a pear that had been stepped on resiliently flattened i have come to measure your wife for her coffin said geroid latour you'll find her at the bottom of the well in the back yard answered the man trying to cheat a poor old undertaker out of his business said latour waggishly no i'll leave that to death said the man come inside and warm your candor no thank you shrieks travel faster through the open air said geroid squinting at the man sportively cerulean eyes come out to the well and we'll haul her up said the man the little girl darted into the house like a disappointed hobgoblin and geroid latour followed the man to the well at the rear of the house suddenly he saw a mountainous washerwoman dancing on her toes over the black loam her sparse grayish-black hair flapped behind her like a dish-rag and her naked body had the color of trampled snow an empty beer-bottle was balanced on her head she had the face of an old columbine who still thought herself beautiful a neighbor of mine said the man in an odd voice she was a ballet dancer in her youth and every midnight she makes my backyard a theater in the morning she scrubs my floors here in my backyard she chases the phantoms of her former triumphs moonlight turns her knee-joints into miracles ah from enormous wildness and pretense squeezed together comes the little drop of happiness said geroid latour sentimentally my wife objected to my joining this woman's midnight dance said the man to prevent her from informing the police i killed her i could not see a miracle ruined only the insane are entertaining answered geroid the egoism of sane people is gruesome a modulated scale of complacent gaieties but insane people often display an artificial ego which is divine the artist gracefully gesticulating about himself on his divan is hideous but if he danced on a boulder and waved a lilac bough in one hand and a broom in the other one could respect him as geroid finished talking the mountainous washerwoman drew nearer and stopped in front of the man blossoming glints of water dropped from her grayish white skin you haven't killed me yet my dear husband she shouted to the man then snatching the beer bottle balanced on her head she struck at him geroid fled to the front gate and sped down the road looking back from a safe distance he saw the mountainous woman the man and the little child 
earnestly gesticulating in the moonlight End of section twenty two